Hello, and welcome to our very first live episode of the Drywall Podcast. I'm your host, Nick Harmon. With us today, the not-so-bad boy of drywall, Brad Hanna himself, live and in the flesh from the new CSR location in Barrie, Ontario. I wanted to drop this episode here because currently it only exists on Instagram and it needed to be archived. The folks over at CSR were kind enough to invite Brad and I to get a sneak peek of their new location and while we were there we decided to have a chat about some of Brad's experiences in the industry and maybe why he's considered to be such a bad boy on this special live edition of the Drywall Podcast. It's short and sweet. Let's get into it. Hello everybody out in Instagram, Facebook. Well, this is mostly Instagram world because... We're on Instagram here, but I am recording too for the podcast. Nick Harmon, the Drywall Podcast. We have today live. I hope it's not too loud in here. Do you think it's too loud? Brad Hanna. If you think it's too loud and you can't hear, uh, please let us know. We're doing our best. We have Brad Hanna right here. We are coming live from the new secret CSR location in Barrie, Ontario. Brad Hanna happens to be from Burlington, Ontario, and it is not where Burlington coats are made, (laughs) so he says. And he's a drywall escort, and he's 38 years old, so we're going to get to the bottom of it. Here's what I know about Brad Hanna. Like, Brad Hanna comes up in most conversations. Everybody knows who Brad Hanna is. And, like, here's the other thing. He's, like, the bad boy of drywall, right? And, and that's what you guys know? You guys do Facebook? So tell me a little bit about that. Why the? Why are you such a bad boy? I'm not. Like, uh, you know, we were talking. You don't seem bad. We were, do, we were doing the Fresco Harmony training today, which I love, and we were talking. But... you got to speak up. I know it. But... I was just a guy on Instagram back in the day and I needed a shtick because you have all these great finishers, all these guys doing this stuff, but no one was really just saying what they thought. Okay. It was was a lot of ass kissing, you know, especially with the companies, people are trying to vet stuff. So I just kind of went against the So you're talking about people wanting to get free stuff. Oh, bad. I will give you a good review, send me some tools, and you were like, screw all that. Well, you know what happened? I bought a tool because of the Instagram hype before I was on Instagram and it, it broke right away. So I got pissed and I was like, oh, okay. this is a perfect opportunity. What tool was it? Oh, I know. Yeah, you can. Come on. <laughs> There's a level There's five. There's a little of that bad boy still in there. <laughs> There's a level five skimming blade. And okay. the actual adapter, okay. I was pissed. because It was the, probably an early skimming blade. Oh, for sure. It would have been one of the first round, but the adapter was like 60 bucks. Okay. And it broke and I was pissed. Right. You know? And so I just, I made my very first video and I was so awkward and it was so weird. You know, in the beginning, being on camera, it takes a lot of courage to just be yourself. I never had that issue. I did. Big time. Big time. And um, 
And so I made this video, and it just, I started getting followers and just started going. So I was like, really? yeah, man, I was like, this is my shtick. And so I get a lot of feedback, hey, you just, you're just telling the truth and you say it how it is. So that was my thing for a long time. Okay. And people mistook that as you being bad by just being Absolutely. honest. Well, and you know how Instagram is. Like, I can make a post today, and you see being a badass, and you see that, and you never see anything else of me ever again. And you're always going to have that impression of me right. and that's the bad part about Instagram it is so instant you know? right. a lot of people will see you post something maybe you're having a bad day in a story whatever. you okay. rub them the wrong way and now they're always always have that impression of you. the other thing is you can you can do a lot of good on Instagram and the second you say something someone doesn't like they could have followed you for two or three years you're cut they don't want to hear it anymore. and that's yeah. the way it is I think that's where the reputation came from okay and I, I probably did it that way for about a year and a half it was a cheap trick at the end of the day it was a gimmick I would literally just I would literally go against the grain to go against the grain oh, okay. that was my thing and it worked out for me so do you you've chilled out a little bit oh big time like honestly like I you know Columbia I, I'm not sure if you dealt with Jillian from Columbia but she was really the person who encouraged me and got me on ah uh, is Jillian there? Hi, Jillian. I don't know. <laughs> no. Um, so she, she's the person who got me on, and yeah. So I just sort of did. I did my thing, and then I was getting a little bit too overboard with the stuff I was doing and saying. Okay. All right. And um, Columbia had to be like, Yo, Bradley, keep all the shit we gave you, but you're good. You know, we Tone don't want you to be an ambassador anymore. Okay. And I was, I was like, I was like, fuck, I fucked up. Right. Columbia just, pulled your ambassador status. Yeah. It was mutual, but I still, I realized what I had done. It's not you, it's me. Right. And while they were, was like, it's not us, it's you. And, and granted, <laughs> they, man, they have a brand that's been around for decades, right? They have to okay. protect it. And so that, to answer your question, that's when I started to flip it. Where I was like, yo, I have a lot of great opportunities on my plate. You know, okay. like I got to start being more positive and trying to help out a little bit more. Okay. I hooked up with Mark and North Star and like everything got a lot more positive okay. and good. How did you get into the trade? Construction? Drywall specifically. So when I so was you, you went through construction to drywall? Right. So no, so when I was sixteen, you know, like any sixteen year old, you're in high school, just being a shithead. And I was out of control, so my parents kicked me out. And um, and I went and lived with my uncle. And my uncle was like a GC, right? And, but his his core trade was taping. Taping and painting, that was his, his thing. So that's how I got into it. I got kicked out and I had to, went to started working when I was 16 with my uncle. And he, he got me to try a little bit of everything and taping was just the thing that I sort of picked up quickly. Okay, you liked it? Yeah, yeah, I liked it, but how old, I, how old were you at that time? 16, 17. Okay, yeah. But I, yeah, but I was, I was like a handyman from the age of like 16 until five, six years ago. Like I always did a little bit of everything. I never just taped for like a straight year okay. in my teenage years. All right. And then it wasn't, I had a corporate job. Um, you know, we had that financial recession because your boy, Bernie Madoff, right? Well, that kind of hit us a little bit up here. My boy? It, uh, the, he's American, right? And uh, and um, and 
I so when that all, when that stuff happened up here, construction just came to a grinding halt. And um, I, I was I got married young, so I had a new wife and we went to have babies. And you're so still I, married, right? Yeah, yeah, to yeah. her. Yeah, I've been married for 14 years. Pretty good. Yeah. And um, so so I worked this corporate job during all this financial recession shit, and then when that sort of died down, I started getting sick of my corporate job, and I was like, man, I just want to do something that I love. Like I want to go and do something. I don't want to answer emails or deal with office politics or this guy's pissed about this. And so you started the drywall escort service. Well, no, I I sat right. I sat for about six months because I told my wife I'm not gonna go back to like something I love. And yeah, I um, this is gonna be really long winded. I I it's it's actually really ironic. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah. So. I was looking for jobs, and this job came up from this company out of Oakville called Freshco. Not in, we have a grocery store called Freshco, but this was Freshco, like a retail commercial property maintenance company. They like the name Freshco in Canada. Right, and um, so I do this interview and whatever, and it's all good, and I want to work with these people, and the owner, her name's Mandy Renahan, and she's, she's, a, she's, a, she's a tradeswoman, and really good. Hi, Brian. Hey, Brian Kitchen. So this recording this one's is live, but see my my desktop, my disc nice. is full. We'll see if it we'll see if it holds up. So I start my business. We're going a little into the vault, a little yeah. into the history of oh, Brad. Yeah. Mm. I have I have, I have history with Fresh 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 so I hummed and hawed, and I finally did it. And I started my, so my business was uh, basically I did a little bit of everything, right? So I did that for a few years, four or five years, and then me and my best friend at the time branched off and started our own thing. Okay, did that for a bit. We started getting employees, responsibility, and I, I like I love the blue collar man. I that was part of my thing on Instagram back in the day. I don't want you to spend five hundred dollars on a box that was hyped up on Instagram and it break. Yeah. And then you know, you're fucked, right? So that I, was kind of my take on plaster. It was like, you know, this stuff kind of sucks, man. Let's make it like simple, cost-effective method for, for the drywall dude. Yeah. Yeah. You know, something that we can just do. Right, and that's where I was at with it. Um, so either way, we we went and did our own thing. We left Reshko. We went and did our own thing. We started getting employees, and I yeah. loved the guys. I would be up at night like worrying about them and shit. Yeah, and yeah. you have employees they're not always the best like yeah. you care sometimes more about them than, than they do of you right yeah. they take advantage of stuff and I just wasn't cut out to be responsible for guys so I went to my partner at the time I was just like dude I, I can't do it I'm up at night I'm grinding my teeth I'm worried about these guys and they treat us like shit and I just can't do it okay. so I left and that's when I started my drywall escort the drywall escort the Instagram thing had already kind of kicked off I became a Columbia brand ambassador Right. around the same time so I had a window I had an opportunity and did you know because they were on climbing on board with Phil the Phil was way before my he was Phil, before you okay. yeah and Brian was before Brian was before yeah. you yeah. and those were Phil well Nick, Brian when I got on Brian wasn't around it was Nick and then Brian came around and, and me and Brian have a great friendship but um, okay. Phil and, and Nick and I would say Brian yeah. those three guys yeah 
inspired the shit out of me uh, to do what I did on Instagram. And I never wanted to disrespect what they had done and jack their style. Because right. a lot of people jack other people's style, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And I just I appreciated the shit out of them and did my yeah. own thing. And yeah. then obviously on the work end, on my craft, it was all the Australian guys. Like, yeah, I, they're I, good. Man, it was drywall gangsters back in the day. They're not as active anymore. They've and, come up a couple times on the drywall podcast. Yeah. Uh, we get mentions about the drywall gangsters. But like there's how this, good they are. There's this one guy, his name's Sam. He's out of Australia and his account's Flatline Interiors. He's not really that active much anymore, but he was probably the guy where I was like, wow, man, that's okay. art. That's right. on, he's like the best finisher in the world to me, right? Yeah. And I just, you know, nice. just tried to go. It was like three years ago. Speaking of art, you got to do, you got to t- take a hand in a little bit of fresco. Yeah. I mean, they, you were you were taken aback by it. You did not think you would no, have fun, honestly, and you had fun. Honestly, Nick, I was, <laughs> I, Sean's Colored like, yeah. mud, you're stupid. Yeah. I don't want anything to do with no, it. No, 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 Sean. Sean needs a ride. Yeah, no. I'll take him. No, he, no, Sean carpooled, and Sean's like, I'm doing the training. Are you doing in the training and I was like yeah like I like Whatever, I, I no honestly man I appreciate what you do your passion for drywall people and community so I was like you know what I'm gonna do it and I don't like Venetian plaster I'm a minimalist hey whoa whoa we'll cut like, that out like my my house is all I paint my house white I don't like textures and shit like that so I had very okay. low expectations okay. but I it was fun as hell man I liked it I you really, would go back and do a walk well yeah because it's not as aggressive as like a Venetian plastic I don't like texture and so with, with your product you can have the look without the texture right and I like what like do you, what do you mean specifically by texture literally the Venetian blaster we used to do around here like a decade ago had a texture to it so you know when we're using like the 10 inch yeah with yours like the skip trap we no we would use like a three inch but leave it on high you would come in high like you know your base coat with fresco harmony yeah yeah the whole thing was like that and you would uh, seal that too so uh, if you were to feel the wall it was actually like texture texture yeah okay so uh, we that's that's like um I don't know. Talk, just for reference texture is the bumpiness of the wall Modeling is like the, the movement of the of the look and the finish, right. like that. So we would the closest thing we had to a Fresco Harmony product was, and I don't know if you had it down in the states, but Home Depot every once in a while would come out with uh, Ralph Lauren textured in the suede, right? Yeah, suede, yeah, yeah. And I love the suede. My yeah, me and my I wife, it, but it wouldn't remove the texture. That's exactly. The with the my wife and I we bought our first place together like 14 years ago, and we did that. And I love that because it's a dumb down yeah um, I don't Simple. like the over if I want marble on my wall I'll buy fucking buy marble, a marble. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. that simple yeah. you know and I don't gotta deal with anyone in my house doing the bullshit and um, I like that your product to me is more sandboxy it's like you know, yeah. there's a, like you know, here's, numbers, I call it. here's this here's the steps that you that we recommend you follow to get these finishes, but you can do so much more. Do whatever. Like I you said, can make like, a heart. Hey, man. Brad made a couple of really interesting hearts today. Yeah, I was they were just because I went into it. You just le- you left the planet, yeah. went into. I was like, you. honestly, my thought process going in was like, fuck this shit. I do not like this shit. Oh, I'm just gonna start making. Fresco? I'm, I'm gonna make a heart. Yeah, I'm just gonna make sure. Uh, but then I really started digging it, man, because I love skimming. Like, I skim my butt joints. Okay. I, I run my machine twice, and then I skim my butt joints. Okay. And uh, using your product is the exact same way that I skim my butt joints. It's the exact same Where were the beers during the training class? 
There, there's this a vending sober machine. Sober training There's class. a vending machine. There. Sober training class. Brawley's dad, Sean, Sean Ramston, is here. So yeah, man, I really, uh, I really digged it. It was cool. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dink around with some of the black stuff in my garage, like I said. There you go. Are you, are you watching on Insta? I thought we were supposed to do this at two. Yeah, today was a busy day. We had a lot of busy stuff. But either way, we're at the new Barry CSR. The new Secret Barry CSR, and this place is amazing. Yeah, it's like a miniature Home Depot. Sean, it makes the Concord store look ghetto. Right here, right here in the middle. Oh, yeah. You can sit on my bench. Yeah, yeah we're going to sit on the bench. Yeah, get on the bench. See, I'm six feet. So, <laughs> so, wait. So, is that wait, what this is? This is, a second, this is a second location for CSR in Ontario, yeah. Canada. Yeah. This place is specifically tool-oriented. Yeah, yeah. Tool-oriented. And so. they have every single trim tech skew ever made, including stuff that you can't get. They have a lot of fantastic tools here. But you know it's, they have it's a, still on the down though, right? We, we're not going to say too much more about it. It's on the DL. Although Brad said I could say whatever I wanted to, but we're not going. We're going to let these marketing, these marketing people the have, have their fun. Yeah, we're kind of blowing. The, we're kind of blowing it a little bit. <laughs> Um, any anything else that you would like I to I love say? God and Jesus. And I'd just like to take this opportunity to bless all of you people. Praise the Lord, you know. And I hope that a lot of you uh, come to God. You you have been doing a lot of posts about like oh, God yeah. and like the streaming yeah. and the stories with, with yeah. the God stuff. Yeah. 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 What about you? Do you like God? Everyone likes God. What do you mean? Ryan likes God. Canadians like God. Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> Canadians like God. If you have questions about this interview, the training that we just did at CSR, the other location, or Brad, Hannah, anything, Sean, Brawley's dad uh, podcast, shout out. Brian Kitchen, shout out. Fresco Cameo. If you have questions about Fresco Harmony, anything, you can email me or message me here on Instagram, info at frescoharmony.com. I hope you have a fantastic day. And remember, by Columbia Tools. <laughs> whoa, whoa! <laughs> Keep drywalling. Yay! <laughs> oh, I, I was trying to write live, but it said love. Red hand of love. Red hand of love. Red hand of love. Already, Josh is like, you savage. <laughs> by Columbia Tools. <laughs> Oh, so yeah. Aaron's gonna fucking give you a blowjob in my head. Keep drywall. Remember, keep drywall. Can I take a picture with you, Nick? Yeah. You can see there's drywall shorty doing the. She's wearing a fresco hat. She's doing the swirl. Buddy, you give her hats the best investment you'll ever fucking make. Yeah, I was gonna my say. hat has got so much fucking play. People would have to pay money for that. Special thanks to Brad Hanna for talking with me on this special live episode. I appreciate your time and I look forward to having a real interview with you on the Drywall Podcast soon. I hope you guys have a fantastic day and remember, keep drywalling.